And the rubber chicken says... After watching you guys, the expression dumb as a post should be changed to dumb as an American. Oh, oh, but what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, yeah, and a very bright rubber chicken, probably brighter than many Americans. Well, don't toot your own horn. We have not got time for this because we've got to get on with Rantcast number 85 entitled The United States of Trauma. Yep, that's it. We are all united. United is the traumas keep coming at us. And we just go up to each drama and suckle on it and go on to the next one as they kind of roll through. Uh, and meanwhile, the Ukraine continues to get bombed, bombed by the Russians who are relentless. And they continue to show a resolve that is utterly astonishing. While we bomb ourselves with uh, in our own special fashion with one spectacular piece of insanity after another. We have no leadership right None. I mean, none. The the Ukrainians are completely inspired to defend their homeland, and we are not inspired in the least in, in, in order to try to figure out the problems that we are facing right now. Um, and there is there is no voice that is uplifting us. None at all. And uh, chickens are dying. Yep, apparently from some flu, and that's going to hurt a bunch of business because everybody's got a chicken sandwich, as my friend Kathleen Madigan tastes them all. It's just beyond belief. Uh, This has been another week, and we are exhausting ourselves over and over, and I don't know how long. I keep hoping this will be a short intro today because I really have been just wiped out by uh, this the the bullshit the river of the the river of bullshit that we continue to to uh, try to swim our way through good god it's it's beyond belief Whew. yesterday there's a uh, mar- they're marching yesterday for uh, for better um uh, you know, certainly in order for gun safety, they're marching for gun safety. We're the only people on earth who are stupid enough to have, uh, you know, keep AR, uh, AR-15s out there. Yeah, because, you know, you got to have one of those. I don't have the jokes left for this. I, I, I went through this last week. OK, I'm not going to go through it again. All right. But it, it but it appears they're not going to raise the age. Um for owning an AR-15 from 18 to 21. They shouldn't even be fucking selling them at this point. They're not enough, okay? Just have one more day. Say, okay, one day, everybody get out there, needs that AR-15 desperately. You got to be over 20. You got to be at least 21, at least 21. No reason for an 18-year-old to have one, none. How many times we got to watch this this fucking continuing story like a loop that appears? And we had five other fucking... uh, I think four other uh, uh, mass shootings last week, including one in Maryland. It's it, 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 at some point, okay. You got to realize that the drowning ourselves in guns has not helped us be safe. Okay, figure that the fuck out. We are goddamn insane, and so we're out there pleading, pleading. The the, the sixty whatever fucking percent of us are out there in the streets pleading. For some sort of sanity. Oh, we're not going to do that. We're not going from 18 to 21, and it doesn't look like they're going to be universal background checks. And I'm not going to wait around now 
Uh, they're supposedly going to announce later what this is, and it's not going to be enough. It's not even going to be close. Okay? Every other fucking country on earth looks at us, and they're just their mouths wide open as they stare and wonder what the fuck is the matter with us. It, 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 it defies description. You know, and it goes and it goes along with what just happened with the uh, when uh, on January 6th, that commission is meeting. OK, and, and trying to get their message out. And, and, and once again, they repeat that uh, on that day, there was phone calls from other governments going, hey, what the fuck's going on? Uh, is something uh, is, the, is, 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 is are we going to be OK? Is, uh, is somebody going to blow us up? That was the Chinese, I think. Fucking unbelievable. Just unfucking believable. The rest of the world is telling us, get on track. Okay? It's too bad that a, a country doesn't have counseling. You know? Well, you know, we're going to get counseling to these. Uh, that's what we need. We need uh, mental health counseling. That's what will cure gun violence. Huh? That'll do it. No, we've got a we got a mental health problems that, that a ton of us have. A ton of us are dealing with mental health problems. There is a small percentage of people who have mental health problems who are going to kind of slip through the fucking cracks and are going to go at the age of 18 uh, or 21 or 30 will will uh, without a universal background check will wander in and pick up a, a, a you know an, a, one of these uh, AR-15s or a military-style weapon, if you want to call it that, or just call it "Holy fuck, what's the matter with us?" It's, it's selling that kind of armament. It's not a hunting fuck equipment. You have magazines that are fucking bizarrely. I'm still. I can't. I'm going to stop talking about this. I did. I did this last week. There's no need to repeat it. Okay. But it's just that small percentage, and that's what'll do it. We are clinically nuts. And then, uh, and then you, you, this this January sixth thing, we people, you know, the the Republicans kind of just refused. But we're we're not going to deal with it. Didn't allow these people to get in. You know, they could have sent over some people if they really gave a shit. Okay. There was no need to have somebody come in there. The, you know, as, as much as I'm not a Pelosi fan, the fact of the matter is, is you needed people who were going to see, you know, were going to go beyond their party loyalty. And just, just like they did as we are repeating the history of Watergate. Now, I wonder why. Huh? We got to go back to go forward. That's all we do. We can stand there staring over our shoulders and the shit hits in the back of the head. And you can quote me on that. It's beyond. So they sent no. So they, you know, because if the problem was is that if you've sent the people like a Jordan who is now taking a job, I guess with with uh, Trump. Uh, if you send uh, if you send people like that in, then you've got you've got the the, the 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 basically the machinery of trying to figure out what happens gets stuck with them, kind of barking like dogs. All right, and that's my job. I'm the big dog barking in the in the wind. That's what I do, okay. But what they should have done, I think, uh, because since they the Republicans believe it's bipartisan, maybe the Republicans what they should have done is put up some cutouts of themselves. All right, but then they weren't going to do that because then you know that uh, you know they would turn to uh, 
Liz Cheney, let me see what my colleague has to say. And there would be a cardboard cutout saying nothing. Um, I did watch it because, uh, uh, you know, it's a part of my uh, trauma festival. Um, and uh, I, I thought that, you know, w- once again, it just it boggles my mind that no one that there are people who don't want to figure it out that don't want to know how this came to be. And it's not to me whether they catch him or not, because I don't think that he never seems to be. He's unbelievable. You know, he's like the, the uh, it's, it's like the, uh, the greased pig contest. And the, and the greased pig is always, this greased pig is always going to win. And don't go off on, well, you're comparing it to a greased pig. I'm, I'm talking about it as a metaphor. The pig has nothing to do with it. It's the grease. That's so disturbing how he slips out of these things. And, 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 and who knows, you may not be able to do it in, in terms of Nixon, of, of, of having that tape. But you've certainly got to try to say, how do we prevent this? And how do we, if we're going to have January 6th again, do we then, uh, do we, if we're going to go through this, should we uh, then uh, be sure that there's military there uh, in order to protect uh, our, ourselves as we go through what is supposed to be the peaceful transition of power. Um, and yet they, they rattle it on. 70% of the Republicans believe that uh, he, uh, he won the election, that it was stolen from him. And they stop saying, I've repeated this too many times, but tell, give us a sense of how many people that is. Okay? Because the majority of us, those in the middle, the Republicans who are still just Republicans, who do not pledge allegiance to him, that those folks, along with the, the Democrats and the socialists and whoever else is wandering around out there, the independents, um, we're, the, we're the majority. And uh, I think we kind of want to know. And I think it's important for us to, uh, you know, they're saying it's a distraction the Republicans. Well, right, you know what? We can do more than one thing at a time. So if you think that's a distraction, don't worry about it. There are nine Congress people there, whatever. I'm not going to go through a head count. And there, that's it. The rest of you guys, get on your shit. Okay? Senate, get on your shit. You know, because the other great trauma is, uh, you know, well, you're not dealing with, the, you know, he's not dealing with um, uh, inflation. God damn it. Boy, oh boy, this is just a, you know, because they're really trying to make sure that Trump isn't elected again. That isn't what they're trying to do. Please. Okay? I'm sure that, that that's in the back of some of their minds. And yet, we, you know, and they're running it like a, uh, unbelievably, they're running it just the way you would run a, uh, a, a kind of a, a, a streaming, a, you know, a, if, you, if it was a show you were streaming, you know, the little sound bite there at the end. And this is coming up next week. We find out why, you know, Jared Kushner's shoe size meant something more than just his shoe size. OK. OK. Um, that that they're, they're you know, there may be bounce around with those arguments all you want from you can yell about it because we go. We, OK, so now we, we point fingers, both sides point fingers at the at the uh, at the commission. And in the meantime, we've got an inflation problem that they're they're saying, they you know, this is making it impossible to deal with inflation. Is that no. 
What's making it impossible to do with inflation is nobody seems to know what to do. Our, 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 the ghost of Christmas past, our, our, our leader in the White House now, our president, he uh, doesn't seem to have a clue. He just seems to point his finger and say, well, it's this problem and there's this problem and there's this problem and there's this problem. And that's why all of this has happened. Well, okay, fine. Um, we need to know what it is that can be done. All right. And if you don't know, bring the, the best, bring the best minds. Okay. Bring in these Republicans, call their fucking bluff. Say, I'm, I'm going to sit here uh, in the White House today. And if you got a good idea, which you seem to believe that you have about inflation, come on in and tell me what the fuck to do. Because he doesn't seem to know. Nobody seems to know. And the, the Fed isn't sure how to deal with it. And we are in the, the midst of that. And the price of shit is on the rise. And people can't handle it. And we're supposed to, we just come out of this, you know, we just, you know, still dealing with the, 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 the trauma of the pandemic and the trauma of its aftermath. If, it, if this is an aftermath, I'll repeat that over and over again, because I don't think it's over. I think it's when the, when the, uh, all the, all the, the, all we have done is extended um, because uh, people are still suffering from what they went through and are still trying to get together. It's a lot of people. Um, and they may say, oh boy, I'm able to do it. And maybe they do get out there, but I, can, I can't believe that a lot of them go home and don't, as I do, when I'm at a big kind of event, like, you know, and or in, a, in a situation where I think too many people, not enough masks, and I go, I sit there going, oh boy, is this now will I get it? Now will I get it? Now will I get it? What will it do to me? I have an underlying condition. And so we need leaders to stop worrying about if they're going to get elected next time and fucking start leading. Fucking start doing something, okay? Stop the fucking dealing with social fuck issues and deal with the major issue, which is for, for Americans right now, which is economic, okay? So that they have enough, you know, breathing room so they can deal with all the other shit that's going to be flying at us because it doesn't seem to stop. There doesn't seem to be any kind of goddamn fucking, it, it, it seems endless. It, it, you kind of think you have that moment of rest, but you think, well, this has got to, oh, no, then something else comes along. Before you have even, you know, you know, finish what it is that you've been, and tried to complete whatever it was that you were doing in order to be able to, to put food on your fucking table, boom, some, something else comes fuck along. Okay, and it makes it just as tough to look and to figure out on your own. We need the that's why we need leadership to fucking help. That's what you were elected for, you fucking assholes, was to lead. And you all seem to not have any clue as to what that is anymore. So get the fuck on it. Because it's um, you turn on the TV and all you do is look at this is wrong and this is fucked and this is fucked and this is fucked. You know what? You're fucked. Kevin McCarthy said that the problem with January 6th was is that we were all we're all to blame. Look, what? Are you shitting me? That's it. You're out. You're out. You can't blame all of us. OK, you got elected. That's your job. Our job is to make sure that, that you know, we get to work on fucking time that I get this thing out. That's my job. Your job is not to fucking blame us. OK, because God knows we do it on a daily basis. We do it ourselves. We don't need our leaders telling us, okay? 
And that, that you, might, you might say, you, if he wanted to, he could have said, well, then, you know, get out there and vote and we can rectify everything. No, we're, we're to blame. Appalling. He's going to be the Speaker of the House. That's what they say. Good. That'll be good. We'll just continue to be, we'll be that, like that car that's stuck in the mud and the wheels are spinning over and over and over again. And we're standing behind the car. And the goddamn is, is the mud flies all over us, and we can't afford to get new clothing. God damn it! Uh, I just about had it. Really? Yeah, and I'll be back next week. You know, with whatever the fuck else is coming. It's unbelievable. In Michigan, five, five of them who are running for the office of the governor on the petitions that they handed in. The they they they, they, they were all. Had fraudulent. They were all fraudulent. Every single one. You know, they 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 fucking just made people up. Are, are you serious? And and that's it. Then you don't get to run again. You don't get to do. You don't even get to get near democracy again. And that's got to start happening. If you don't know that these that there are rules and they were. Um, made to be followed, or laws, if you want to call them. I mean, that's what they are. But better you say rules so that, they, you know, maybe they remember what a rule is. They certainly don't know what law is. The rule is you can't. You can't make names up to run for governor. God damn it. And you're the Republicans. You're the ones who are worried about, you know, the fraudulent vote. And I'm sure every one of them was one who, who thinks that Trump won. It's, yeah. But perfect. Fucking perfect. So were they trying to prove it? It was a science experiment to prove that they could get it through. Great. But I don't think that's what it was. And I missed, just so I get it out there, because it's a brilliant quote. Um, and we'll follow into the, uh, what I have to say is students um, now know about school shootings before they learn how to read. Students know about school shootings before they learn how to read. Unbelievable. And then we're dismissing reading. We're trying to ban books. That's why today I wore this. Um, I hope you can see it. Um, read, ban books. Uh-huh. I believe that. I believe you read books. I believe that's how I grew as a person. And the reason I bring that up is that um, uh, I'm... I'm the head of the Vonnegut Museum and Library. I'm the, the, the chairman of the board there now. I joined them as an honorary member years ago and um, because uh, they've lost their minds too in the midst of all this, they picked me as chairman of the board. And um, what uh, has happened is in Florida, um, a teacher was uh, teaching, um, uh, you know, uh, the, the uh, Slaughterhouse-Five. And uh, they and, and they banned uh, a group called Moms for Liberty banned Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse Five, and so the the good folks at the the Vonnegut Museum and Library are uh, sending down a thousand copies of that book, an extraordinary book, a remarkable work, and I'm thrilled to be a part of that library because I believe that a lot of um, what Vonnegut had to say uh, went went, uh, uh, really made me uh, uh, sane when I was a student, completely sane. Yeah, you can tell, but it did. 
it made me understand that, oh, I'm, adults see the world as I do. And there's a way to look at it. And he gave me a language for it. And, uh, and, and Slaughterhouse-Five certainly is just a remarkable uh, novel on many levels. And, 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 and it's as important as any. It's, it's just a great anti-war book and uh, with a tremendous amount of humanity in it. And you're going to ban it with a group called Moms for Liberty. Vonnegut, I don't know, uh, and I've said this about many gifted authors, Vonnegut may not have had, even in, 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 in the huge imagination he had, would have figured that a group called Moms for Liberty would end up be, being able to uh, and would be banning, um, find a way to ban Slaughterhouse-Five. Moms for Liberty. Wow. The language has just become so twisted that the, the, we, we've lost the, the terminology. You can't go for liberty. I, maybe next week I can go into that deeper. I, my brain is too addled. And you don't ban books. You just don't do it. Books are vital. Books are like blood, brain blood. It's how we grow. It's how we evolve. It's how we become better. It's how we learn to think. It's how we figure out you know, the mistakes of the past so we can get on with a better future. I can write a whole list of this shit, okay? The fact that I would have to deal with book banning again in my lifetime is beyond my comprehension, okay? We dealt with this before. You don't pull this shit anymore. You don't get to do it, all right? You can't handle what's in it. The rest of us can. You're not in the majority. All right. The rest of us are equipped to do it. And so are your children. So get out of the way. OK, because we've got a future to get on to. Don't hold us back. OK. And I, I could bring up the Nazis and book ban, banning and burning. But I haven't got the time. That's the sound of my ambulance. I don't know if you can hear it in the background coming to take me away. If you uh, go to, um, it's the uh, vonnegutlibrary.org, uh, you can read more about um, you know, what uh, uh, Julia Whitehead, our, uh, the, the one who runs uh, the head of the Vonnegut Museum and Library, the founder, really, of it, um, uh, uh, the letter that she wrote about it. And uh, and you may be able to, if you, if you can see clear, to chip into to send a few books down to, to Florida uh, of, uh, and send them maybe a couple of moms for liberty so they might read the book that they, because I can't imagine that they did if they're using the word liberty uh, in that fashion. So uh, I think you should know that uh, if, uh, if I seem a bit scattered, which I always am when I do this, because uh, it's really the audience that kind of helps me contain my brain. Um, that uh, that I was uh, I, I am scattered from. I went to a, a, a really great wedding. Uh, my my friends Willie and Janae got married. Uh, beautiful, uh, beautifully in uh, a beautiful wedding down in um, in New Orleans. And what's more beautiful than that? And the humidity was just off the charts. Uh, it was like. It was like you felt the entire time as if you had malaria unless you were in air conditioning. And uh, it was really a, a 
splendid time was had by all. It was, it was, it was remarkable to be with people again. A, a lot of people I had not seen for a long time. In the back of my head was that little nattering, you're, now you're going to get COVID, now you're going to get COVID. Uh, and some of the folks did. And, uh, but we don't know because we have no way of knowing. Uh, people were supposed to test. Um, so everyone thought that everyone was kind of clear. And I think that, uh, you know, everybody, uh, you know, was but because they didn't really test for it until afterwards. And you don't know if they got it wandering around wherever they went while they were down in New Orleans, because there's plenty of places to get into a little trouble down there. We all know that. Um, the rubber chicken has tails, but I won't go into them now. Uh, he was worked as a, a voodoo. Don't please stop, Lewis. Um, the, um, but I officiated it, and uh, it went it went better than I thought. It made me crazy trying to to, uh, to uh, that balance of being funny and sincere, <laughs> and, you, and you just don't want to fuck up somebody's wedding, and especially since I only kind of you know take notes and then uh, go off on those notes. Um, it worked out really well, and there was some. Beautiful sentiments that I didn't I didn't express as well as many. Thank God they had uh, many of the many of our other friends uh, did do that. It was uh, it was just terrific, and I am still in recovery from that. It was I had not been I've not been drinking like that in a while, and I'd not been amongst the. You just get I get when I go to a, a, any kind of those events, uh, or when I get to see friends I haven't seen in a long time. I I have. Um, the, the, the constitution of a, either a small dog or a hummingbird. And I start really kind of just, oh, oh God, and, and I have a, a drink or two. It's wine mostly. Only the first night is a margarita or two. And, um, and, it, and then, I, and then it, uh, instead of going slow and then kind of working my way into it, I start here and come down. I start here and come down and, and then slow down. So uh, that's... Uh, That'll explain, uh, gee, he was a little off this week. Well, I'm, I'm off every week, and uh, I, I wish I was off this week. I mean, really off, but I was off last week, and that's why I wasn't here. And that's really where we're at. Um, I think we've covered everything. I'm, I'm hoping to really kind of uh, settle into some really great jokes about all this stuff, and I will at some point when I hit the road again. I wish I was back on the road again, that's for sure. Um, because it would make a, a difference, I think, in terms of, uh, of, of my intros. Uh, I think uh, I got started, and, uh, and right at the point when I was really, okay, let's rev it up after I did the special, boom, now we've stopped. And, and here I am, back in New York, which is nice, in my, but in my cable access studio. I'll leave you with this, because it's just perfect, I think, from the... Good folks at the week. Um, there's a, a survey of 500 delivery drivers found that four in five admitted to sometimes eating part of customers' orders. <laughs> four in five eating, sometimes eating the customers' orders. And uh, I can tell you this: uh, if inflation keeps going, you won't. I wouldn't even ask for food delivery anymore because those drivers will be eating the whole thing. That's for sure. And um, God knows if I was a driver, I would, I would eat something out of everything that smelled good. I can't imagine uh, 
you know, being in a car driving the stuff around and not getting a whiff of something really good, especially from some restaurants I like and nothing. I just take a little bit off of here. I'll seal this lid back up again and nobody will notice. <laughs> so um, this week, uh, the rants come to you from uh, the good folks in Champaign-Urbana in Illinois. They sent in some terrific ones. I loved reading them. I always love uh, what I get. It, I mean, it, it's incredible to me that the gift that you give me week after week after week. And uh, I look forward to getting uh, back on the road. In, I'll be in, uh, in um, Niagara Falls in Canada on July 23rd. And I'm really looking, no, 22nd. And I'm looking forward to that. Take care of each other, okay? Because uh, as I learned at the wedding this week, you mean the world to me. We're in, uh, as, as Jeff said, in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois, at the, uh, the beautiful Virginia Theater in downtown Champaign-Urbana. The University of Illinois is out there somewhere. I didn't get a chance to... And as you can tell, it's a, it's a college town. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't get out there. I had friends who went to the university, and, uh, and one of my, uh, seriously, one of my mentors is a, a, a playwright who's uh, passed away. He was a terrific writer, uh, taught there, uh, Bob Oletta. And so uh, it's, it's good to be here, uh, even though I don't know why these folks live here. I didn't get it. It's a beautiful little town, and apparently there was nobody here today. <laughs> nobody. I mean, seriously, Jeff and I walked around town, and it was like, whew, um, there may be zombies in the area. <laughs> but it's a, a, it's, it's a, it, but to get here, you have to, I don't, it's a, if you go, if you arrive at O'Hare, um, pack your saddlebags. <laughs> Let's get going. We got some very interesting stuff came in. Daryl Cohen. I have no idea why, but for some reason, I hate people that back into parking spaces. <laughs> I repeat this time and again. I, 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 what I love about doing this is I don't really realize these are problems. And then I realize, holy fuck, not only is it a problem for one person, they're like a whole group of them. <laughs> Maybe it's easier to pull out from a space, but it's a huge pain in my ass waiting for you to back your fucking car into a parking space. <laughs> Just pull in normally like the rest of us, asshole. This is Mary, no last name. Uh, it's my fucking birthday, again. After 45 years, I can confidently say that what I want most in my life is for men to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
This is wonderful. We've had to listen to your crap-filled mouth spewing anger and hate for thousands and thousands of years. What do you have to show for it? Well, you fuck the planet, you make up for your shrinky dink dicks by starting wars, and you're so emotionally stunted that you can only communicate by punching or fucking. Sit down, shut up, you're done. <laughs> So I want men to shut the fuck up. That's what I told my partner I wanted for my birthday. He brought me here to listen to you. Fuck! <laughs> I love you, Lewis. I mutter another horse here in college whenever I hear idiocy, which means I never stop muttering. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mary. Happy birthday. That is spectacular. And it, your, your mate, uh, your partner, certainly, if this was the gift, you got lowballed. <laughs> this is uh, Ronna Davis. I'm reading this because I've, I've read this twice recently, and I didn't read it last. Somebody mentioned this last night. I didn't know this had become a thing. What the hell is wrong with people? Didn't you take English class? You didn't seen it. You saw it. <laughs> James Wang, my wife is Ukrainian. She's treating me to the show tonight. Her home is being destroyed and there's nothing we can do about it. Please shit talk on Putin a bit. <laughs> it'll, it'll make us feel better. I, uh, I don't know if I could really, I mean, he is such an inexorable, inexorable piece of shit uh, that it, it defies fucking description. And literally, uh, look, to be honest, uh, I've always said, you know, they, 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 were wander they were going in there to fight this war. Years ago, when we were, the Cold War was raging, I, I, it, it dawned on me, my, all of my family's from Russia, every fucking one of them. They're all from Russia. They, most of them arrived here in 1916. This is how fucking dumb, okay, that country is. The, they, my family arrived in 1916 and they were pretty bright. They didn't know they were here until 1964. <laughs> that you have no idea how true that is. It's unbelievable to me. Fucking, and it's extraordinary. And I was yelling on the bus the other day, because, but they don't listen. Uh, but I was, it, it just, I fucking don't get it. It's one guy. It's one fucking guy who's lost his fucking nut. One guy. And he just goes on and fuck on and fuck on. And I say, well, you know, just go there. I've always said this, like, you know, wait, we went after Saddam and you don't go after him? What? How is that possible? When we went after, we, we, what the fuck? You need to send everybody in? You send one guy with a blow dart, gone. <laughs> Of course, with our luck, it'll be somebody that go that suck it backwards. Fuck! Fuck, he's dead. <laughs> this is Kelly Applegate. Lewis, can my pronouns be "fuck off"? I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they can be whatever you want, Kelly. <laughs> Joey F. These two go back to back. They're splendid. Why don't my goddamn shoes fit? 
I'm 40 fucking years old and I've gone through three sizes this year. Get with the fucking program, feet. <laughs> and then Papias Weibel, why are people willing with little complaining, wear uncomfortable and or ugly shoes, but just can't stand wearing masks, which are not as bad as uncomfortable shoes. <laughs> Daryl Cohen, sometimes when I think I'm not the smartest person in the room, I look at work email responses from people who hit reply all. to a large group email when the intention was for the original sender to get a response individually because nobody else gives a fuck about your confirmation of having completed something. That's when I feel like the genius in the room and these fuck nuts are idiots. <laughs> Tammy Wooliver, um, when did we stop dressing in this country? We used to look so polished in the 40s and 50s, and now people wear pajamas to the grocery store and airport. And even worse, those stupid animal onesies. Grown-ass people in a onesie. What the hell happened? Well, the, the pandemic didn't help. I'm serious, it was like, yeah, fuck it. People were so used to wearing their fucking pajamas inside, they didn't even think, they walked out, seriously, walked out the door, got in the car, drove halfway to the mall, and went, oh, but I'm not driving back. <laughs> this is uh, from Eric Markley. I asked him the other day, uh, he'd come out in Chicago, and I had uh, wanted to read one of his rants. It was his birthday. He's written in a lot of stuff, and. Uh, due to the fact that this is an iPad and Apple just fucks with me, I, I, it, it, it ended up in the ether somewhere. And, um, but he's, I said, send me, the, send me another rant, and this is what we got. There's only one fucking group of individuals on this planet that are allowed to disagree about reality, and they are known as physicists. Everyone else needs to just sit the fuck down, shut the fuck up, watch a baseball game, eat some hot dogs, and drink a beer. These goddamn politicians pretending to be doctors or scientists or epidemiologists or teachers or environmentalists need to shut the fuck up and get back in their goddamn own fucking lane. Speaking... Speaking of those fucking snakes, these assholes in Tennessee wanting to burn books are barking up the wrong goddamn tree. Never mind the fucking asshole states trying desperately to overturn Roe versus Wade so they can legislate women's reproductive organs. If we let that fucking bullshit stand, guess whose genitals are next, motherfuckers? Men's! They'll just make up some excuse like what's good for the goose is good for the gander, and away our right to masturbate goes like a fart in the wind. <laughs> Can you imagine the level of stress that society would feel as a result of not being able to release that sexual energy and tension? You think motherfuckers are pissed now? Yes, you fucking wait and see. You can't say I didn't fucking warn you.
Thank you, Eric. I, I, I will not, it, it was interesting, I had this and I've been saving it. Uh, it's uh, from a librarian and then someone in the audience asks, what are your views, John, y Jana or Jonah, Jana or Jonah? Sorry, but I'm glad you got, hmm? <laughs> wow, well, I, I didn't want to. Uh, Jonah von Behrens, close enough. <laughs> this is, what are your views on librarians and libraries? Well, first off, I mean, my views are pretty simple. I think they're uh, remarkable and uh, important and um, <laughs> vital. Vital to a democracy, and I'm always amazed that they survive budget cuts. Um, and yet, uh, more and more and more, we look to get rid of these kinds of things. And, and the library is really the, the, the linchpin. I mean, even, it was where my, my mother took us uh, when I was a kid, and, and it's, it's where you get into, you know, you basically you get into the habit of reading, and you get into the habit of knowledge. And, and an inquiring mind, and uh, you stimulate it. And there's, it's like a gym for the brain, okay? And you can quote me on that. <laughs> this, is, this is came in from Marion, the librarian, who says it better. Librarians are not your parents, your therapists, your punching bags, your social workers, your butlers, your busboys, your babysitters. We're not waiting for someone like you to sweep me off my feet. We love helping, but we don't want to smell you or have hear every detail about the rash on your ass. <laughs> this we will end with because it's uh, very special. The, the name that it was sent in under was Mother of Fuckwits. There are so many, many fucking infinitesimal ways for us to lose our minds, aren't there, Lewis? Mm-hmm. Insignificant, insubstantial, itty-bitty, Lilliputian bullshit that breaks you after years of being trapped together in a pandemic. Here's mine. Shut the fucking door. The cabinet door. The pantry door. The closet door, the front door, the garage door, the car door, the fucking fuck bathroom door, you cretins! Are you worried it won't open again next time? Surprise! They're fucking designed to both open and shut. What a modern marvel! Thank you, lucky you! And if I have to pass by just one more, fucking open bathroom door where a teenager is fucking grunting out a hockey puck because they absolutely fucking refuse to eat anything other than shit dick Totino's triple, not fucking regular, heaven forbid, pepperoni rolls and wash it down with gallons of the fucking sludge that is Dr. Pepper. I'm gonna have to turn myself in for the safety of the community.
sliding door. Thank you, Lewis. <laughs> Thank you, mother of fuckwits. Thanks to all of you who uh, wrote in today, and I really appreciate it. And, um, and if you like what you see, to basically say that you like it, and more importantly, if you want to find out when uh, we're going on the air with the uh, show, uh, then, um, with the live stream, uh, then subscribe to the YouTube channel. The, I have a YouTube channel, which is, but everybody's got one, so it's no big deal. But subscribe to it, and we'll be able to get you to notice that uh, I'm going to be doing this. And um, it has been a splendid weekend wandering around the Midwest. It's been a delight ending it with you. You folks were terrific. Thank you for coming out. Thanks for watching, folks. Take care of each other. That's what really matters. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show.